we will continue together in singing our opening hymn. We continue together on page three of our bulletin. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you govern all things both in heaven and on earth. Mercifully hear the supplications of your people, and in our time grant us your peace through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You shall heed such a prophet. This is what you requested of the Lord your God at at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, if I hear the voice of the Lord my God anymore or ever see this great fire, I will die. 
Then the Lord replied to me, they are right in what they have said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their own people. I will put my words in the mouth of the prophet who shall speak to them everything that I command. Anyone who does not heed the words that the prophet shall speak in my name, I myself will hold accountable. But any prophet who speaks the name of other gods in the name of other gods, or who presumes to speak in my name a word that I have not commanded the prophet to speak, that prophet shall die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will um, pray the, the psalm by half verse, responsibly. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. In the assembly of the upright in the congregation. Great are the deeds of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. His work is full of majesty and splendor. And his righteousness endures forever. He makes his marvelous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He gives food to those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works. In giving them the lands of the nations. The works of his hands are faithfulness and justice. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever. Because they are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption to his people. He commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Those who act accordingly have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. A reading from Paul's letter to the Corinthians. Now concerning food sacrificed to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Anyone who claims to know something does not yet have the necessary knowledge, but anyone who loves God is known by him. Hence, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that no idol in the world really exists that there is no God but one. Indeed, even there may be so-called gods in heaven or on, on earth, as in fact, there are many gods and many lords. Yet for us, there is one God, the Father, from whom all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all are, are our things and through whom we exist. It's not everyone, however, who has this knowledge. Since some have become so accustomed to idols until now, they still think of the food they eat as food offered to an idol, and their conscience being weak is it, defiled. Fool, food will not bring us close to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat, and no better off if we do. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if others see you, who possess knowledge eating the temple of an idol? Might they not, since their conscience is weak, 
encouraged to the point of eating food sacrificed to idols. So by your knowledge, and, and those weak believers for whom Christ died are destroyed. But when you thus sin against members of your family and wound their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of this, their failing, I will never eat meat, so I may not cause one of them to fall. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and his disciples went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as, having, as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Just then there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you done with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept asking one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Today, we gather to hold our annual meeting, a bit of a state of the union for the community of Emmanuel. And I can't help but reflect on that, even as we encounter the gospels and the scriptures in how it speaks to us and our ministry especially in light of it being the annual meeting and reflecting on the year. Since coming here, I have worked on a vision for our community with the vestry language that I will once in a while bring up to remind you all of what our vision is or what I hope it to be. Our vision, as I've stated it so far, is or our mission is that we are forming ourselves nurturing each other and transforming the world. This is language that came up to me after about six months of being here because it captured the heart of this community, what makes us special and what I believe we are called to do. As I encountered this particular gospel, it seems in many ways to reflect those three principles, how it moves through them. It starts with Jesus teaching, 
it moves to Jesus healing and ends with the word of God being spread throughout the world, forming ourselves, nurturing each other and transforming the world. But what has struck me in hearing this gospel, in hearing Paul's letter, and in reflecting on the state of our community is how intertwined those three things are. We do not simply do each of them in a silo. The formation that we do, whether it be in worship or in adult ed or in youth group or in Sunday school is not separate from how we care for one another, how we pray and show up, how we feed one another, how we listen to one another, how we befriend one another. And these are not separate from the ways in which we transform the world, how we share the good news of Emmanuel outside these walls, how we share the good news of God with our neighbor, how we serve those at Edible Hope Ministries with soup and helping hands, how we support our local community through youth and family services, you hear it in Paul's uh, letter today, the relationship between knowledge and love. Knowledge is not enough. You have to have love as part of it. These three principles of our vision, forming ourselves, nurturing each other, and transforming the world, are at their strongest, are at their best, are at their truest when they're interconnected. It's intentional in this gospel that we see the structure that we do the teaching, the banishing of a demon, and the message being spread out. They're interconnected. They are how the disciples and those around them are learning who Christ is. It's how Jesus is empowered with authority to do the casting out that he does. And it's the witness of those things that carries that message outside the walls that they took place in. Each of these events is interconnected, made possible and made stronger because of how they support one another. Our work and our ministry at Emmanuel is deeply interconnected. How we pray informs how we learn. How we learn informs how we serve the world. How we are in relationship with one another, in community, in caring and in prayer affects the way in which we're going to pray. For each of us individually as we participate in this community, we're called to attend to how we enact and live into each of the aspects of our vision, to care and tend to those needs within us and within our whole community. When we neglect one, we neglect the whole. Our prayer is made stronger by relationship and service our service is made stronger by prayer. Our community has been through much this past year, and we'll be reflecting on that soon in the annual meeting, which is part of why I'll keep this somewhat short, because the whole of our time together today is a reflection on what to celebrate and what we hope for for the future. Even in the midst of a pandemic, being stuck at home, worshiping online, the ways in which we continue to show up for one another has been apparent. The ways we've continued to engage with formation are clear and the ways in which we want to serve the world cannot be stopped. If we can do all this, 
during a pandemic while at home. Just think what is possible as we return to being together. I am filled with so much hope and excitement for what is possible as we move forward into this year, into our future, into new ways of being. And I believe the underpinning of that is this vision that carries us forward, that captures our spirit and propels us to spread the gospel of Christ far and wide. Thank you for being here today to celebrate this vision and to dream of it together for the future. Amen. Together we profess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And virtually as we greet each other, may the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. As we turn to our offertory, I'll remind you that in the bulletin, there's information about how to text to give for the virtual passing of the plate. All that we have and all that we do is through the gifts that you give to our community. Thank you for how you pledge and support our community. You can give through text, you can give online, you can give through mail and thank you for what you give.
In peace, we pray to you, Lord God. For all people in their daily life and work. For our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. For this community, the nation, and the world. For all who work for justice, freedom, and peace. For the just and proper use of your creation. For the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth. For Michael, our presiding bishop, and Greg, our bishop, and for all bishops and other ministers. For all who serve God and his church. For the special needs and concerns of this congregation, especially those on our prayer list, parish prayer list, added this week are Jillian Barlow and Digby Coleman, Jim Cameron, Jupe Compton, Glenn Crosby, Glorian Crosby, Deanna Glenn, Diane Goodman, Mark Hall, Lorna Hamill, Bob Hayward, Hannah Hooper, Rosemary Howell, Peter Mockenheimer, Linda Mullen, Claire Parkinson, Anique Labru Reardon, Pam Rhodes, Karen Rowley, Ron Smith, Vicki Smith, Don Snow, William Victory, Vivian, Julie Wiegand, and Peter Wiley. You are invited to add your own prayers of concern, either silently or aloud, or by using the chat. Hear us, Lord. For your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of this life, especially for those celebrating birthdays this week, um, the Reverend John Lambert. You are invited to add your own thanksgivings, either silently or aloud. We will exalt you, O God, our King. And praise your name forever and ever. We pray for all who have died, especially for Niall Clark, added this week, Sam Bogar, Marjorie Tholen, and those who mourn. We pray that those who have died may have a place in your eternal kingdom. You are invited to name those who have died either silently or aloud. 
Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them. Who put their trust in you. We pray to you also for the forgiveness of our sins. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things done and left undone. And so uphold us by your spirit that we may live and serve you in newness of life to the honor and glory of your name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The forgiveness and blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you always. Together, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And together we pray for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are truly present in the blessed sacrament of the altar. I desire to offer you praise and thanksgiving as I proclaim your resurrection. I love you above all things and long for you in my soul. Since I cannot receive you in the sacrament of your body and blood, come spiritually into my heart. Cleanse and strengthen me with your grace, Lord Jesus, and let me never be separated from you. May I live in you and you in me in this life and the life to come. Amen. There are any birthdays present or anniversaries present for us to pray for? Anyone you want to call out who's staying silent? Well, we will uh, pray for birthdays of, of those who aren't here or are staying quiet. Let us pray together. Watch over your children, O Lord, as their days increase. Bless and guide them wherever they may be. Strengthen them when they stand. Comfort them when discouraged or sorrowful. Raise them up if they fall. And in their hearts may your peace, which passes all understanding, abide all the days of their lives through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, creator, redeemer, and sustainer. May you continue to form us, to nurture us, and to help us transform the world through your power. And may your blessing be upon us and all whom we encounter this day and always. Amen. Together we will join in singing our closing hymn.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.